The combination filter, for instance, will not be helping you on the exhaust because then it's protecting the outside air from gases generated inside or indoors. Uh, so no, I would say that uh, for different applications, you would have to use different filters. And also you want to use the most energy efficient filter for that purpose, actually. So if you put a HEPA filter everywhere, of course, you will get very clean air, but you don't need that clean air everywhere. Hello there and welcome to Let's Talk Clean Air, our regular look at how clean air can affect the quality process for you and the workplace. On this episode, we're finding out about the main types of air filter that are available, what they do and where they work best. My name is Dusty Rhodes and joining me to explain this is Evelina Zetterfall. Before joining Campfell HQ in Sweden, Evelina worked as a biomedical analyst and research scientist working with pathogens. Today, she is one of Campfell's top experts in air filtration, HVAC and clean rooms as well. Evelina, uh, thank you for joining us on the podcast. We kind of want to go through the five main uh, air filters that there are and to find out where they work in the process and things to watch out for when we're considering which filter to use and and what kind of industries use them as well. Uh, Perhaps we can start off with pre-filters. Can you tell me what a a pre-filter is and where it is used in the process? For sure, Dusty. Um, Let's uh, start by looking where they are located. And uh, the name pre-filter sort of tells it uh, already that it's a filter that you put in front of a main filter. And the main function is to protect the main filter from really large particles. So it will collect and gather the large particles in front of the main filter. And why is it is it always important to have a pre-filter before the main filter? Well, it depends on the air coming uh, that direction. So it's really if you have a heavily polluted air, it could be a dusty process or it could be uh, outdoor air in a really dirty area. So a large city uh, ambient air that is coming. So um, really to protect the fine filters from... Uh, the larger particles in the air coming there. Okay. And if you're looking for a pre-filter, what are the kind of important things to keep in your mind when you're considering which one to one to get? Yeah, it's uh, important that you will have a pre-filter with a long life and a high removal capacity. So you make sure that you don't clog the filter, but it uh, can last over time uh, without building up a lot of pressure. Also, a sturdy design is uh, helpful. Uh, We've seen a lot of pictures of uh, panel filters collapsing in their handling systems. And um, if you have a good design and a a robust uh, product, it will last longer. So pre-filter is kind of like it's it's like a, a bouncer at a nightclub, is it? It's kind of like it's the, yeah. it's the first line of defense. It's like, no, you're not coming in tonight, exactly. mate. Exactly. <laughs> okay, good <laughs> that's stuff. A good description. <laughs> okay, no, 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 that's good. And and is this used then in all kinds of industries, or is it only very specialized ones, or or very heavily polluted areas? No, it's uh, you can say it applies to all industries. It's uh, mainly the the application uh, with the large uh, particles and very dusty air. So it's more about the polluted air than the application itself. Could be both in the industry, but also in the general ventilation. Now, 
I know it's impossibly hard to say how long that a filter will last. In your experience for somebody who is in a, say, city situation where pollution levels are higher and in an industrialised area, so like I'm thinking heavy usage, how long would a pre-filter, would you expect a pre-filter to last? Would you have to replace it every year, every month, every week? Uh, that's different. Mm. Uh, I can say that uh, in, in general ventilation where you might have like a panel filter, uh, it's often replaced uh, several times per year. Uh, while if you have a pre-filter that is in an in industrial process, it could be a different type of pre-filter. So it could be a bag filter that is really made for uh, collecting a lot of dust that could last longer than Okay. So maybe an annual change or something, depending on uh, the application. OK, well, let's move on to dust and finer particles and talk about maybe a, a fine filter as well. Is this used in the pre-stage or as a main filter? It could be both. It, mm -hmm. If you have a industry that demands very clean air, like life science or hospitals, you could have fine filters in several steps. But uh, in general, the fine filter is there to protect uh, humans from really small particles in the air. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, about high removal of um, small, small particles that could easily enter your bloodstream. And how do you describe the fineness of these particles? How small are they? Yeah, we have like different fractions in the ambient air that we look at. So we have uh, EPM1 is the smallest fraction, and that is actually particles that are one micrometer or smaller. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a mass of particles, but all the smallest particles. And where should you consider using a fine particle filter? You should have uh, fine particle filters whenever, wherever human is uh, located. Mm -hmm. So if you have office buildings, uh, public uh, centres, uh, wherever ever, anyone is staying for a longer time, you need to have fine filters in the ventilation system. And Evelina, what makes a good fine filter? I mean, to be able to catch the smallest particle in the air, we normally, if we look at a glass fiber filter, we use a, a big mixture of uh, small and bigger fibers to be able to really catch the smallest one. And when you do that, you will have a quite dense uh, media, uh, which is also correlated to high pressure drop. So what is really important, apart from the high removal efficiency, is that you have energy efficient filter as well. So with the construction that it, or the design, that it will have the lowest possible pressure drop as well as high removal capacity. And the pressure drop is quite important as well when it comes to the energy that is being used by the entire system. Am I right? Exactly. And uh, if you look at uh, Eurovent uh, energy classification, for instance, we have energy ratings going from A plus down to an E grade. So it's important that you select a filter with a high energy class too. Is there a big difference between A plus down to E? Yes, of course. It's mm. uh, it's the you you calculate the uh, number of kilowatt hours used annually by the filter, and if you look at the A plus uh, filter in a specific filter class, uh, that could be, for instance, EP one sixty percent. You don't uh, get to use more or consume more than eight hundred and fifty kilowatt hours per year. 
So much as we would buy electronics uh, or household goods that have got that yes. uh, rating system, the same goes for the filters on, on the energy rating. Exactly. All right. OK. And tell me then finally about uh, fine filters. What type of industries typically would use them? Can you give me an example? Yes, as mentioned in the beginning here, the for instance, hospitals is very important that you have a really good pre-filtration before uh, the actual operating theater or also to the waiting room. So that's one of the applications where you would need two steps of fine filters actually to to really treat the air. But uh, in in general, uh, it's more typically used in offices and public buildings and so on. Okay. Let's move on to HEPA filters. And HEPA, I suppose, are the the big daddy of uh, filtering because, well, they're the most famous anyway. And there are two kind of main HEPA filters. You've got the box filter and the panel filter. Can you tell me firstly about the HEPA box filter? Where in the process does that get used? Yes. The box type HEPAs uh, are uh, the high airflow HEPAs, actually. Mm. So uh, normally we find them upstreams in the process. So it's, uh, uh, it treats the air already in maybe the air handling system or in a filter housing upstreams where you need to treat and filtrate a lot of air. And where does it get the name box filter? Yeah, it's shaped like a box. Uh, so it's uh, with the flat edges and uh, so on. So it fits into the uh, housing as well. You can also use it on the exhaust air. So it's not only on the supply air. So if you have something that is very harmful in your process, you put also the box type HEPAs normally on the exhaust air. As well as thinking of particles that may be escaping a facility and going out into the general air and putting a filter on that that exit, uh, does it also handle odour? No, it doesn't. No, okay. it's not on, only a particle filter. Uh, to be able to handle odor or gases, mm-hmm. uh, you need to have a carbon filter or a molecular filter. Added into the process. Okay, great. Yes. Uh, so why then, uh, what was the importance of a HEPA box filter? Where do you recommend that? I would recommend it whenever you have a process that is very sensitive. It could mm-hmm. be a manufacturing process, for instance, or it also could also be where you need to protect humans, uh, like in hospitals. And for the environment, if you have something dangerous in your, like particles that are dangerous in your process and you can't um, release them to the air. So, for instance, the pharma industry, when they are handling top- toxic substances, you need to make sure that these substances doesn't reach out to the environment and also protect the humans there. Let me ask you kind of, how do I make a decision about which HEPA box filter to get? If I, if I have five in front of me from different manufacturers, <laughs> what, what should I be watching out for on, on, on good features to have? Yeah, first of all, it needs to be leak free. And that's really important when it comes to HEPA filters because the uh, efficiency of these are really high. So you need to make sure that it's leak-free. So normally we, we test all our HEPA filters and it comes with a test protocol, a scan test protocol that makes sure and gives a proof that it's uh, leak-free. And when you say leak-free and having a very high percentage, how high is that percentage? If you have an age 14, for instance, one of the grades, it's 99.995 percentage of the uh, specific particle size. 
And again, then, uh, can you give me a type of industry then that would use a HEPA box filter specifically? Yeah, the pharma industry, for instance, is uh, a good industry or a good indication of where it's used. Okay, well, you need very, very high levels. So for clean rooms, anything to pharma or maybe a computer data center, that kind of thing, is it? Yeah, it's, I mean, clean room, they are more having the panel type filters that ah, we will move well, into. But, <laughs> perfect. Uh, for, for the high airflow parts and the uh, exhaust part. So for the clean rooms where you also need to have very high levels of clean air, a panel filter is the thing that will be used more often. We were mentioning percentages. Is there a percentage difference between the effectiveness of a HEPA box filter and a HEPA panel filter? No, there's no difference in the actual efficiency. But the difference is that a panel filter is used uh, in a terminal housing. So it's located in direct uh, contact with the clean room. So you make sure that you have the absolutely last step of the the filtration or the ventilation is the HEPA panel. So you control the supply air by putting the HEPA panel in uh, the ceiling of the clean room. And that is the very last stage of the process for the for the HEPA panel exactly. filter. Exactly. So you eliminate the risk of anything happening after the HEPA filter into the room. Um, any unallowed leakage or whatever. So you you put the terminal HEPA there and then you scan uh, and uh, prove that it's leak-free in the installation. So no okay. particles is entering the room. Now, we said leak-free was very important. Uh, what, what I take it leak-free is also important with the uh, HEPA panels. What other good features should we look at when we're thinking about a, a HEPA panel filter? Yeah, the HEPA panel is uh, even more important to uh, be leak-free also in its installation. All HEPA panels that are installed in clean rooms, for instance, are validated. So we make sure that the integrity is proven. And uh, to be able to do that, you need access to the filter surface. So you can scan with a a probe uh, in direct, uh, like a couple of centimeters below the, the filter surface. So it's even more important here. So we've been talking about pre-filters, fine filters, HEPA box, HEPA panel filters. Finally, we come to a combination filter. Is a combination a combination you've always spoken about or is there a twist? There's a twist, actually, because when we say combination filters in this uh, particular uh, chat we talk about where we have a filter with combined media both for particle removal but also for the molecular removal so it's combined glass fiber and carbon media so here we come into the part where we can also remove the smallest particles that are even molecule molecules or gases so if you have odors that you want to get rid of or if you need to filtrate out uh, VOCs uh, or uh, anything coming from outside or in the process that mm-hmm. needs to be removed. So a gas in, in particular. So is this one of the most sensitive of all the filters? Yes, I mean, the combination is there because uh, you need always to have a particle removal in front of a, a carbon media, so to say. So if we don't combine them, we have them in separate stages. 
you can have a molecular filter, but then you need to have a particle filter in front of that. But when you combine the these two medias, you can have them in one filter step. So it's uh, where you have, for instance, uh, traffic outside and you need to get rid of the part- molecules or gases from the traffic. You could, instead of inserting a bag filter, you can insert a combination bag filter that will remove the gases out of the air as well. So does a combination filter offer extra protection or is it designed to do two jobs in one unit? It's both, actually. It would uh, offer you more protection where you have gases in the air, uh, but uh, it's also combining two steps because a lot of times it uh, might not be possible to rebuild the ventilation. But uh, yes, it would offer a, a higher protection. And if again, if I'm looking at a combination filters, what, what should I keep in mind? What's important about my, making my decision on which one to choose? Yeah, it uh, sort of relates back to uh, the molecular filter. Uh, a molecular filter is very important that you have the fit for the purpose. So if you have... For instance, odors that you want to uh, get rid of that might be useful to test and see if you can just insert a combination filter instead of your regular bag filter or compact filter. But if you have a heavily polluted air coming in, so you have a high concentration of the gas that will not uh, will not help you. And so dimensioning is very important and uh, make sure that it's uh, enough uh, molecular media to to uh, be able to remove the gas. Is it a little like layering where if you have a light use, a combination filter is perfect for you. And then the other extreme is if you have a very, very heavy use, you should have a combination filter in addition to the other filters you have. I would say that a uh, combination filter is always a light use. Okay. So uh, if you have a higher need or a more... Uh, heavy-duty application, the combination filter will not fit for that purpose. So then you need to look at something else. Last question for you, Evelina. Uh, They are the main, the five main filter types. If I wanted to be extremely careful about the air that is coming into my facility, why don't I just pick the best of those five and put it everywhere so I just have the best filter in every chain of the process? Do I need to have the various different types of filters in in my system? Yes, I would say they fill different purposes. So uh, you can put a pre-filter everywhere, but somewhere you need to have the pre-filter to protect the other ones. The combination filter, for instance, will not be helping you on the exhaust because then it's uh, protecting the outside air from (laughs) gases generated inside or indoors. Uh, So no, I would say that uh, for different applications, you would have to use different filters. And also you want to use the most energy efficient um, filter for that purpose, actually. So if you put a HEPA filter everywhere, of course, you will get very clean air, but you don't need that clean air everywhere. And it will come with a high pressure drop that will uh, increase the energy bill a lot. 
Well, Evelina, all of that is fascinating. I wasn't aware of the various different levels and all of the various uses of the filters. And thank you very much for filling us in just on the basics of how it all works. If you'd like to find out more uh, about air filters, just follow the links in the show notes, which you'll find in the description of this podcast on your smartphone or whatever device you're listening to us on today. Our podcast was produced by Camphill, a world leader in the development and production of air filters and clean air solutions. If you'd like to stay up to date on how clean air can affect the quality process for you and the workplace, do click follow or subscribe in your podcast player and you will get our next episode automatically. Until then, for myself, Justin Rhodes, thank you as always for listening and take care. Listener.